confusion, chaos, and the lack of direction can lead to a whole lot of laughter, especially when, as a couple, you go through life together without the gift of sight. Join Clark and Carrie Roberts as they do life in tandem, the blind leading the blonde. Or is that the blonde leading the blind? Clark and Carrie invite you into real conversations about life, marriage, adversity, and executing your life's vision without being able to see your vision. Humor, dog stories, and insightful discussions with friends. Did we mention there'll be humor? So hit subscribe, pour yourself a cup of deliciousness, and tune in to Coffee, Coffee with, with Clark, Clark and Carrie. Hey folks, we want to welcome you to another episode of Coffee with Clark and Carrie and Jeff. And so, Jeff is back. What? Oh wow! Oh my goodness! So we, we hey. were having we were having <laughs> so much fun the last time, uh, chatting with our good friend Jeff, who is part of Love the Process and and all of that, and getting to know him. But we have to go back and and, and well, hang hit. on though. Before we do that, I just want to. So I I just want to say something really quick that. Just, just one thing. Just one thing. Just one thing. Honestly, <laughs> I just well no. I just want to, I want to remind people that if you if you didn't get a chance to listen to episode one with Jeff Moore's Love the Process, really I encourage you before you listen to this episode, go back and listen to episode one because the context of where we're at now is going to is going to become very apparent as you get to the end of that. And so they really need to be able to hear the kind of that backstory of Jeff a little bit before we get to this point. So just if, you know, I know we want you to listen to this podcast, but shut it off, go back to episode one with Jeff Moores and check that out. And then come back to us with another cup of coffee, that beautiful cup of goodness. Well, it might, might be, depending upon the time, they might grab a have a glass of water. Well, it could beer, be appropriate a pint wine. of beer for this one because we lunch, left dinner. we we lunch dinner because here's here's the thing, we left Jeff Moore's. After he's our, he's now folks on the bar top singing singing a journey. journey to what Who? is quickly Who? becoming the love of his life. Absolutely. I mean, okay, it, Jeff, welcome back. Come hey, on. <laughs> I mean, you think you had fun? The, you think you had fun on the first podcast? This way. Um, buckle in, <laughs> buckle in. So, we walk into this this Irish pub. I had literally Ooh. organized. Um, this is a social gathering to celebrate like the the graduation of this class at Gonzaga, this summer class. And uh, again, there were people from all over the United States. But I was curious. I'm like, I asked the bartender. I said, Well, how do you get a dollar on the wall? Because there were dollars all over this 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 bar restaurant so is this like a legitimate irish pub it's a legit irish pub okay do you, do you know do you know that there's a legit irish pub up up in snoqualmie oh really yes yes saints and scholars and everything that's coming from i'm just sorry a little segue here yeah because i want to give a shout out that that if you like irish pubs yeah. we need to all go meet there sometime and we need to check with adrian to find out if they do the dollar on the wall Everything has been shipped in. It's been, Beautiful. it's in. Oh, yes. no way. Yeah. Okay, we have to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, no, so. Okay, so. Side note, folks. <laughs> so we have, to, we have a barbecue back, to schedule. We'll story. <laughs> we have right. a barbecue to schedule, and now we're heading up to Snoqualmie, the Irish pub. That's right. Yes, yeah, so we are. So who knows what else we're going to be doing by the time this is all done, folks. So, okay, so back, 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 back. So Journey. So, so Bartop and Journey yeah. and Heidi. Yeah, so I was like, I asked the bartender, well, how do you get a dollar on the wall? And the bartender's like, well, you just have to stand on top of the bar and sing, you know, one of your favorite songs. I said, that's a no-brainer. 
That's easy. Shut, get everybody quiet. Shut it down. We'll make this happen. I don't know. I know it was like it was a Friday night, you know. So it was it was a packed place, and I'm thinking of all the songs. I'm a music guy. I absolutely love the power. I'm trying of to music. figure out how to how to encourage you to be more outgoing. You know, um, <laughs> I, it's 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 really hard for me sometimes to get out of my shell. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so so I was like, okay, it's a no brainer. So. Then they have literally have a mic for you too. So I'm like, okay, this is a journey. Don't, karaoke this is, right yeah, there. Yeah, the this bar. is a journey. Don't stop believing moment because, you know, I yes, I love people, but I love having the involvement of others around too. So even if I'm off a couple notes, they're not going to hear me because they're going to be singing along too. That's right. It's just sort of like you know, Guns and Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. Um, you know, and we get in some of your favorite songs too, Clark. I'd love to hear about that, but. So I sing Journey Don't Stop Believing, and, and yeah, the place is just singing along, and Heidi's laughing, and I said that was the moment that I knew that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. Just looking down, seeing her sing along, the smile on her face, and, and I still remember to this day, I was like, oh my gosh. Like, even if I could just get a date with her. Because this is literally the last three days of our class. We're all together. And, and... Oh, so you hadn't even... This wasn't... This so this was just a social gathering. You this, hadn't asked I've her known, to come I've, to it. I've known Heidi for three days. Two and, and a half And days. you said, oh, I'm going to marry from? this woman. Yes. I In my heart. She's, so she was from Bellevue. Okay. Okay. So she's from Bellevue. And I'm over in Spokane. And so she had to drive back mm-hmm. the next morning to Bellevue. Hours, to Bellevue. Hours. And... Not even two weeks later, I invited her, her and some of her friends over to Spokane. Of course, you know, I made him dinner, but it was funny. So you talk about the other side of the coin, I made him dinner. And I'm living in this small studio apartment in Spokane. I don't have tons of money. And I have, like, four shrimp, like, maybe one filet, and, like, some Fritos. <laughs> or something. <laughs> she's like, she's like, what do you think we don't eat? It's so funny. Like, they still just they joke around and, like... How I talked about making this large spread when it was really you know. dinner for one, yeah. shared with three. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, and maybe some like fruit snacks, you know, on the side for dessert or something. But hey, I tried my best, and but she, she to this this day, she's like, there was something about him. He grew on me like a fungus. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> she said that. She's like, because she 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 said, she always said, you know, I was never going to. You know, fall in love or marry a guy in a fraternity, um, a guy who was just a thousand miles an hour. Um, she she would say she, she's probably more of an introvert, um, but she she talked about that, and we always joke around about that. How we just we Heidi and I complement each other very well. It's yeah. kind of it's kind of like Carrie that she she you know she told God the, the summer before she met me. She says, "I am not going out on another blind date." What a bean. Yep. 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 Right. There you go. Yep. A lifetime of blind dates. Yeah. <laughs> there it is, baby. You never, you never know what you're going to get. You never that's tell right. God no. This yeah, is the thing. Right. It's like yeah. you never tell God, I'm not that's ever right. doing this. Yeah. So so you and Heidi meet in Gonzaga. Yeah. And that was in two, the summer of 2008. Okay. And I made the decision to, when I graduated Gonzaga, I made the tough decision. You know, I had the conversation with Heidi, you know. I'm gonna move back to Nebraska for a few months. It was in the, you know, this was in the, in 2009 when the the economy and market was interesting. It's, the job, it, it tanked yeah. again, yeah. Yeah, and and I say this, it was one of the best decisions I ever made, for two reasons. 
I, I got to go back to Hastings. I literally lived in my parents' basement um, to network and to have coffee. And, you know, I drove to Omaha and to Lincoln. Um, but I got to spend time with my grandpa. I got to golf with my grandpa. I got to golf with my dad. I got to golf with my friends. And I got to hang out with my mom and spend time with, you know, my sister and my family. And, you know, I was there for 10 months and it, it, uh, it flew by like that. And literally, my mom looked at me one night and it was probably about two months in. She's like, she's like, I know. I was like, what do you mean, mom? She's like, your heart's in, your heart's in Seattle. I was like, I think you're right. <laughs> no, wait, I know you're right. Yeah. And so Heidi and I stayed in touch and, and it was in 2010 that uh, Heidi and I, um, I officially moved to Seattle, to the western, you know, to the, the other side of the mountains. Yeah. And um, we found an apartment together in, uh, in Sammamish. In mm. Sammamish. And, you know, I didn't have a job. I didn't know a ton of people in Seattle. So I took a job as a server at the Cake Steakhouse in Factoria. Oh my gosh! You probably served us. I probably did. You probably did. I I, I probably did, and that that used to be one of our favorite places yeah. to go. We were I, so bummed. <laughs> yeah, I, I was too. I was too. And there's still there's still a cake steakhouse in Linwood. Last year on Father's Day, we went. Oh my goodness! Wow. To the cake steakhouse. Mm. So, but um, so yeah, Heidi and I we moved in together, and that was in 2010. So so you're you're now here in Seattle, and you worked for a while at the keg. Mm-hmm. And then you get involved doing human resources. Mm -hmm. And actually, before human resources, um, I was given an opportunity. And this was all through networking. And that's why I got into serving, because you're just around people all the time. You shake hands. Um, yep. Love everything about nonprofits. Banking was a part of my life for a long time with my grandfather, right. my uncle, my dad. Okay. And had an opportunity to... <coughs> to go to the office, the CEO's office of uh, Junior Achievement. You know, financial literacy okay. was always a big part of, you know, my life. And, you know, um, I literally thought I was going there for, for you know, it was a 30, 45-minute conversation with the CEO. Um, and that was over on Lake, Lake Union. And just started to lean into my heart and my passion for kids and, and just seeing the transformation in kids and giving the opportunity to kids from a financial literacy standpoint and worked for Junior Achievement for two and a half years as a, as a fundraiser. You know, I wanted to <clears throat> I wanted to ask you a question because I think that this is something that's really important and that, that I keep picking up because there's just such a theme in your life. And talk a little bit about the value of giving back. Hmm. Because you, from a very young age, I don't know if you recognize that that's what you had learned and that's what you were doing. But if you, when you look back, you, you implemented the value of giving back into your life in a huge way. Mm -hmm. Talk about that a little bit as far as the importance of that and what's, what, what that has meant to you in your life mm -hmm. and in your decisions. Mm -hmm. Great question. I immediately think of Jack Moores and Dean Moores, my grandfather and my father. They, they gave me the opportunity to be in the community with them, be at those types of events at a very young age, mm -hmm. and to see the benefit of being in the community, of giving back, giving, giving not only financially, but giving your time. 
to those who truly need it. And that that just stuck with me. I, I love, yeah, I love networking events, mm-hmm. but I love, you know, you guys just had, you know, your first annual gala, you know, this weekend, and I'll be there next year, I promise. Yes, you will. Yes, you will. That's okay. I, I love those opportunities. Everybody has a story. Right. Whether I don't I don't care if you're, you know, new into kindergarten, just graduated college, or just a, you know in the in the peak of your career, or you know, you're off into the sunset into retirement, whatever that means for you. Everybody has a story, right. and you can you don't have to, you, you can give on any level. I don't care what, you know the age, yeah. but the, you know, to give your time. I think that the second question you asked was I made a decision years back that I would never have a job where my heart wasn't tied to the mission of the organization. Wow, could you, Mm. I want you to repeat that (laughs) because that that statement right there I think in our in our world today Mm -hmm. Is probably I'm, it's always been important, but it is probably one of the most important things because because of what the need of the world is. Mm-hmm. So say say that again. I made I made a decision and promised to myself that I would never work for an organization where my heart was not tied to the mission. Wow. Mm. And mm. I I have I have not faulted on that promise to myself. And I recognize that that's where I'm supposed to be. And whether it's with a nonprofit, a for-profit, um, even even being on the boards. I had an opportunity to be on the board of JDRF out of Seattle when I was working with Junior Achievement. And to have one of my bosses, um, you know, give me the opportunity to work for Junior Achievement as a fundraiser, but one of my bosses got to see me um, you know, beat the bridge. I was one of the, um, I don't even remember what it was called, but basically an ambassador for beat the bridge one year. And, you know, I got to speak, you know, um, you know, with the Nordstrom's and stuff like that. And I just got to share my story. Mm-hmm. And so again, by sharing, you know, Clark, by sharing your story, Carrie, by sharing your story and leaning into that is, is helping so many people. So many people, and by being vulnerable, by being honest, and and that's why that's why I hope to bring into these organizations that I work for. That's why I loved working for, in HR for eight years, but was also given this opportunity. Love the process, you know, mm-hmm. just over a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 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 you're working for HR, mm-hmm. and now you're working for for Love the Process. Well, let's find out how that happened. Though. I'm getting there. Are you? you know, yes, I, never, I am. I can never tell. It's. I, I should know by now. I've been married to you for twenty, almost twenty-four years, and I still, I don't catch the visual cues that you're going that way. Oh my goodness! I know. I, we, this is a good reminder to people in case you have just tuned in to coffee with Clark it's and Carrie. With no direction. Well, it's it's the blind leading the no, blind. No, it's the, oh, bl- the blind. Yes, <laughs> the blind leading the blind. 
confusion. Yeah, the blonde leading the blind. And and here's the thing: just in case you were ever doubting, yeah, we're married because this we constantly we constantly remind you of the relationship. So 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 you're working in HR. Oh, we're going back to business. Okay, back to yes, the podcast. We're going, we're going back to business. <laughs> going back. Going back. Okay. So you're working in in HR, and how did you end up meeting? John File, who mm-hmm. folks will get to meet him in a little while. Mm-hmm. But how did that all get connected, and then how did love the process get burst? Mm. Gosh, I, you know, I was I was a John singer too. John and I met on the golf course, um, just through through business. Just through John and I are very similar. We actually complement each other very well, and that's why we we do well working together. You know what I, where my weaknesses are, or where his strengths are, where his weaknesses are, my strengths are, and so when you bring us together, it's it's an incredible um, thing. And so I've known John now for for almost seven years, and so we've golfed, we've had lunch together, we've had numerous coffees together, and just leaned in, leaned, leaned into each other. From a vulnerable standpoint, mm-hmm. we've truly gotten to know each other at the core, and by the core meaning my heart. And so every time John and I to get get together, we speak from the heart. We trust each other. Um, we lean into each other, and I think more most importantly, we're honest with each other. And it was about <clears throat> it was about two and a half years ago. That I, I, you know, John, John uh, is a is an entrepreneur, has a big heart, is a giver, is a community guy, is a family guy. I love everything about that. But he had this idea of love the process. And I was like, well, tell me more. Love the process. What 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 is this? Was and it, you know, it all started with a, a Super Bowl win. You know, when the Seahawks, you know, took down the Broncos. <clears throat> John was there. Um, but he was also, you know, there when, when they lost to the Patriots. And I know he was talking with Adrian, his wife, about, you know, so where, where is our, you know, Adrian's like, what is our family motto? And John's like, or Adrian's like, well, you like to say love the process a lot. And this idea became a reality of, of love the process. <clears throat> and just a few years after that, I, I must have been sitting in his garage. We have a lot of garage conversations and... And I saw love the process. So I'm like, what? What is that? She's like, well, this idea is it's love the process. You know, love, courage, heart, kindness, and process. Getting things after, getting things, getting after things in the moment, day in and day out. This idea of consistent action, of gratitude, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Of and the importance of being grateful each and every single day. The absolute importance, and it is such a Man, you talk about the freedom in your life and, and just the ability to pause in the moment and un- understand what you truly have. <coughs> Excuse me. What you truly have in front of you each and every day. And and what you can... You are never too young to dream. Mm-hmm. You're never too young to dream. I think that's how God has wired <clears throat> us. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, we have a, a big God that just <clears throat> loves us so much. Mm-hmm. And he wants us to lean into every single part of our life trusting 
mm-hmm. him in that process, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And as, as he as he <clears throat> as he expands our mind, yeah, and then allows us to have the the best sense of all, the sense of humor. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> well, in the sense of purpose. Yeah. You know, sense hey, of purpose. Sense of purpose. Yes, but you got to have fun in life too. Oh, I, yeah. always, I always yeah, tell people, absolutely. don't take life too seriously. Yeah, there are going to be moments, and there, there are times we just got to focus and <clears throat> you know get things done. But so I'm in HR. I know about this idea of love the process. And I was like, well, I'd really like to go through. And they had, they had just got done crafting this. This this seven week course called Love the Process One Mission Mindset, and I was like, "Well, shoot, I'll go through it." They're like, "Yeah, absolutely." So I went through it, and I was like, "The concepts that I was feeling, hearing, understanding, and leaning into were like, this is awesome." This is awesome. Mm. And I said, John, I think, I don't think, I know you guys have something here. So I go to the program, and John calls me up. And this was about, let me see, the summer of 2020. Okay. He calls me up, and I trust John. He said, Jeff, I have an idea. I said, what's that? He said, you're going to join a book club. <laughs> you're like, okay. I said, excuse me? I was like, John, I really don't. I don't read much. I don't really, I don't know if that's my thing. Can't we just like go golfing or, you know, um, let's, go, let's go to a sporting event or something. And we can talk about what we need to. He's like, no, I, I want you to join this book club and it's going to be with about 10 other individuals and we're just going to do one book a month for a year for an hour, once a week. And we're just going to talk about these ideas and concepts that we've all, you know, everybody's perspective on what they're okay. reading, right? And so we have the book club, the book club's going and going and I had gone through seven, you know, the seven week Love the process, one mission mindset. And a light bulb came on. I said, huh, well, why don't we do this, this book club concept, with one mission mindset? Let's get together. You know, you go through the curriculum, you watch the videos, you get together once a week to talk about beliefs, perspectives, goals, time management, you know, 1440, all this stuff. And so he's like, I said, can I, can I try that? So I started reaching out to, to some family and friends, and we get together this little cohort, and then we get together another cohort of eight to ten people, six to ten people, and it just kept going. And pretty soon we, we, we created these professional groups, and John calls me after about the second group. He said, <clears throat> I, want you to, I want you to join Love the Process. I want you to be our first hire, you know, because they had they had a like true official hire outside of what they already had with John and Adrian and then you know Brooklyn and Jesse, some social media and community relations with that team. But they they wanted me to bring bring me into their family, which was really really cool. And I so mm-hmm. I said, you know what, as an HR, 
I, again, going back to trust, honesty, and just tr a true deep belief of the promise I've made to myself. Mm -hmm. And I absolutely love what I'm doing. And so I've been on with Love with Process now for, I feel like two and a half years, I've been leaning into those, that, that, that idea and truly on with Love with Process now for about a year and a half, so... So awesome. yeah, so no, I, I love that. And, and I know that we've, I mean, we can, we'll talk about this in a little bit, but we've, we've had the opportunity, really Clark has had the opportunity. I've kind of been on the outside of it. Um, well, that's, yeah, that's a whole other story too about the journey that God's had me on. But one of the things that, that I see in you is, is that importance of, you know, you said, you know, making certain that you you're reaching out to people and that every story matters, you mm -hmm. know, and this became just a part of that in a huge way to help bring people's stories out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's one of the things that, that I think that our listeners really, I, I would love for them to, to really lean into again and, and to hear very clearly is that it doesn't matter how quiet or how loud, how busy or how dormant the, the, that you are introvert extrovert mm -hmm. highs and lows you know if you've gone through adversity or if your life's just kind of skated by and you don't feel like you've ever had anything but and and it is and it is one of the things that that we talk about too is that every person has a story Absolutely. and every story matters mm -hmm. and every story can impact another person to inspire them to be the best that they can be spot on and that's what you do mm -hmm. That's what you've done mm -hmm. in your life. And looking back, how cool is it to look back and literally be able to see? And I know, and I think that if we're able to, to do, when we do the, the third part, there is a deeper story that you have. Mm -hmm. And we, we, may, we may have time to share it, or we may not um, in this episode, but there is a deeper story that you have um, that... <clears throat> that talks about some real adversity that you went through mm -hmm. that, that helped to carve out um, even more about the importance of sharing your story mm -hmm. and impacting others and creating a space where people can understand the importance of love the process, mm -hmm. even when the process hurts. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I would love to, um, wow, just, you know, I don't know, honey, if you have any last thoughts on, on this one for the moment and if we want to go a little further. Um, no, I mean, I just I just love the whole aspect of, of sitting here listening to how God took your life, how he took your the things that you enjoy doing, the being being with people and pulling people together, whether it's in HR or whether it's helping individuals find out those those areas that they need to shore up and to become better in, but also being grateful every single moment of every single day or one of the other things that, that Mission Mindset teaches is how to use the time that we each have because we all get the same amount of time in every single day. Mm -hmm. And then it's also the fact of having that, that right mindset. It's not just, you know, whether you have the growth mindset or you have the fixed mindset. I mean, 
there have been times in my life when it's been fixed and I didn't want to change from mm-hmm. a fixed to a growth mindset. Mm-hmm. But having a growth mindset makes you able to continue being a learner and moving forward and improving in and through and with your life. And I mean, it's exciting to, to, to look at where you are now with love the process mm-hmm. and to know that that John and you have walked this journey together with love the process but also knowing that you and John have walked this 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 road together in uh, some of those other deeper areas of life that you've had to to trust each other and to really truly be vulnerable and mm-hmm. to share your heart and your life and your your soul and, mm-hmm. and just being there mm-hmm. and it is it's all about it's all really truly when you bring it all back it is about this process of life yeah. and the choices that we make <clears throat> every single moment absolutely. of every single day absolutely and so, yeah. I, I love the conversations we've had and and what I would encourage anybody to do is if they're on the fence or if they're at the fork in the road take it take it meaning you have the courage you are capable and you life is full of opportunities absolutely and if you if, if the right people are in your life you know in, in one mission mindset we talk about our squad Right. Who are those five people in your life who will hold you accountable? Because accountability at the end of the day is a gift. Mm-hmm. Accountability is a gift. And sometimes looking through a different lens, you may not see it that way. Mm-hmm. Just like constructive criticism or feedback. But at the end of the day, John has held me accountable. I have held John accountable. And you talk about those deeper layers of life. When you can find those people that you can be raw, real, and honest with, and I'm talking about after you've peeled back all the layers of the onion, Mm -hmm. and you're at the core, those are the people you want to be around. That's where you grow. And that's the beauty of it all. Wow. Mm. Yeah. I would love to continue the conversation because from that point forward, just, but I feel like that's just, that's a really good place to, to stop for today. And just to put that challenge out there to people to find, find those people. That you can really, truly be open with and allow them to come around, to be vulnerable, to allow them to come alongside of you and to be able to be open and honest and to share with them as far as this is what's going on and this is who I am and this is what I'm dealing with. Well, that holds you accountable. And I think that's Absolutely. an important part is that, Absolutely. like you said, be vulnerable, yeah. being vulnerable. Because I think that we, we really, it's like, you know, you look at social media today and and there's there's two different, there's really two different broad spectrums of it. There's the only showing all the good stuff, yep. which is not truth. Yep. You know, and then and then there's the absolute <clears throat> slamming of critical, abusive use of words and people judging online and using their words in a way that are very, very harmful. Mm-hmm. And then you have in the middle of that, you do have some people that are being encouraging. But 
our kids, and I know that's like, you know, you have young kids. Our kids and the people that we associate with and and to find truth and to be vulnerable and to find people to hold you accountable in a safe space is so important and you do not find that online. Yes. There's That's a small, right. there might yeah. be a small percentage, but you right. find that in relationship. Right. And, and I think that that's one of the things that, that you have done. And I know that you, you guys really pushed Clark um, when, we, when we did One Mission mm-hmm. Mindset. And, um, and we'll be able to talk about that a little bit um, in, our next, in the next episode with mm-hmm. you. The next um, steps as far as the things that, we, that he learned about himself and possibly also, I mean, there's, I guess where I really need to own this part also, the parts that I learned about myself that I was doing that were probably not as beneficial for our business and our relationship mm-hmm. and for me mm-hmm. as a person and to own that um, as far as just not standing in the background mm-hmm. of who we are mm-hmm. and always thinking that I'm the support person for Clark, whereas actually we support each other. Absolutely. And Absolutely. the importance of that for mm-hmm. ultimate vision and for our lives. And you helped with that. Mm. And I need to take that further, you know, with, with that and, and own that even more. And I thank you for that because, mm. and I loved watching, watching how you worked with Clark and how you pushed Clark and how you learned mm-hmm. what it was to, or how it was for Clark to be able to learn some of those things in love the process and one mission mindset that were very challenging mm-hmm. for somebody who's visually impaired mm-hmm. to be able to move through the process of mm-hmm. one mission mindset. Mm-hmm. And so we'll get to visit that um, in the next time. And so you'll come back again. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Wonderful. Yeah. Awesome. And awesome. so, so any, any last words kind of off of this one, Jeff, that you would like for people to really hold Grab on to mm. and, their, and challenge. Yeah. Put mm. in their toolbox, maybe put out a challenge to them. Mm. I would say today, reach out to someone who has had an impact in their life. And tell them how grateful you are for them. Reach out to someone who has just had a significant impact on your life, whether they know it or not. Because at the end of the day, a phone call from someone you maybe you haven't spoken with in years, or a phone call of someone you already spoke with even this morning. It never hurts anybody. It will never hurt anybody to call your father up and say, Hey, Dad, just want to let you know I love you, man. Mm. You just don't know, right? Life is a gift. I'm grateful just to sit at this table with you guys. And, you know, you just you just don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and... Put a smile on someone's face today, too. Put a smile on someone's right. face today, too. That's right. You know? So, oh. have fun. Be serious, but not too serious. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like like I said, I think in the like the flower shorts reminded me of be you. <laughs> be you. There's, be not, you. there's nothing more yeah. freeing than being the authentic Absolutely. you. So, folks, as we wrap this all up today, remember... Remember, as Jeff is, is stating, life is a gift. Unwrap it, cherish it, and share it. Wherever you go, whatever you do, and whoever you are with. And this has been Coffee with Clark. And Carrie. 
and Jeff. Have a great day. And Jeff. I don't know if I was supposed to say that. Yes, you were. And I love that. I love it. You guys have a great day. Take care. Thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions or comments, please be sure to ask. Don't forget to like, share, or subscribe so that you do not miss one episode of Coffee with Clark and Carrie.